What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for week 11. We are here now in week 11 talking about the NFL, NHL, and so on. Now let's introduce everybody, starting with Tyler Huffnagel. Go ahead and say hi, Tyler. What's going on, everyone? We're back for another week, week 11. Um, tough week last week. A lot of red on the card, not what we wanted, but uh, we got some picks coming in this week. I love the card this week. I think we can make some money and get back on the plus side for the units. See what we can do here. And next, we got Michael Mackey. Yeah, guys, what's going on? Not the week we wanted last week, obviously, but, you know, it happens. You got to bounce back. We're ready to go. Let's go. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, you get those picks in there that just – we had a couple, uh, as you said, bad beats. Titans beating the Saints by two, as we had two and a half. Um, my parlay, Colts-Cowboys money line. I looked great going into Monday Night Football. Uh, Rams didn't do good for any of us. You two with the spread, me with the money line. Me and Jesse with Bucks minus nine and a half, losing outright to Washington. Their first cover in four weeks. Um just a bunch of bad picks all over. I uh, think we can do it again, or hope we don't do it again this week. I think we got the picks coming for week 11, and uh, I, th- I like this week's card. I, I really do. Like they said, uh, last week was not the best for us, but we're looking for a better week this week in week 11. All right, in our for our first game Thursday night, 8. PM, we got the New England Patriots at the Atlanta Falcons. We got the Patriots favorited at minus six and a half, the money line at minus two ninety five, and the over under at forty seven. This is an interesting one. I'm really intrigued to see this one here. Do you think the Patriots can pull it off? The under is five and zero in the Falcons' last five Thursday night games, and the Patriots have won four consecutive games and are looking for a fifth on Thursday night. Personally, I like the Patriots here. Uh, they look like one of the stronger teams in the AFC. A lot of people are uh, picking them to go far and maybe possibly win the AFC. Uh, some people are even say as far as the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'm that high on them yet, but Mac Jones has looked really good. He's certainly tightened up this offensive rookie of the year race. Um, I think Patriots go into this game on the road in a dome. Patriots are a very well-coached team, as everyone knows. They're only needing to win by seven. Uh, to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I'll take that spread all day and twice on Sunday. Yeah, the Patriots are definitely rolling right now. I mean, they've been a different team these past four weeks. Bill Belichick obviously doing his thing. Mac Jones is getting a feel for him. But uh, I don't know. I can't I can't get myself to, to take the points here. Maybe a little parlay booster. I definitely think they win this game outright, but I don't like that minus seven. So maybe a little minus 275 parlay boost. Action. It's not a bad call, boys. I kind of agree with you. Tough to take the Patriots and the points here at Mackey. Six and a half. It's either the Patriots are going to blow them away or they're not. Or it's going to be close. One of the two. I, th- I like Patriots here. I really do. I like that, I like that spread. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised it's not a little higher. It's the fact the Falcons are home. But it's also the fact he's a rookie quarterback. He hasn't really. I mean, he's proven that he can play, but. Still a rookie, still got to, you know what I mean, go on the road in these tough environments uh, as we move down the road in the week 11. And uh, we'll see what he can do here on Thursday Night Football when the lights are the brightest. And with that in mind, let's move forward to the next game, the Detroit Lions at the Cleveland Browns. We have the Browns favorited at minus 11.5. 
the money line at minus 600 and the over-under at 43.5. The total has gone over in four out of Cleveland's last five games when playing Detroit. And Cleveland is 13-5 and five straight up in its last 18 games at home. So playing extremely well at home. Do you think they could take the 11.5 points and give it to the Fal- or give it to the Lions? I don't know here. This one's tough. Lions cover. They did last week, obviously tying the Steelers. But I don't know. Cleveland's like you said. Cleveland's a different team at home. Uh, I like this over actually sitting at forty three and a half. I think the Lions can score maybe like somewhere around like thirteen points or sixteen, like they did against the Steelers. Maybe if they can get that kind of offense rolling, I really like this over. I think the Browns can score enough. Uh, I don't know, really do the math in my head if it would cover the spread, but I'm more like that over, sitting at 43 and a half. I don't know about you, Mackie. 16 to 26 would be like 42 points. So that's right there. Yeah, but, that's uh, what I mean. So, like, s- someone would end up covering on a field goal, but I like the over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think the Browns are a good enough team to give 11 points, to give another that's two 11 I'm points. That's what I'm saying. That's a big spread. Yeah, but, I mean, they're probably going to win this game. The Lions, are, Lions just aren't a very good team. Eleven points. I don't. I don't like it. I mean, yeah, I like the over. I think. Jer- I. I think Jared Goff is a pretty good quarterback. I think he gets a lot more hit than what he should be getting. But it's just I don't, a tough I think situation he, there. Like, yeah, I mean, they said it really the is that team is just like a fucking die. A dumpster fire. And uh, yeah, but Browns win this game. I like the over. I wouldn't take the points here. So yeah, give me over forty three and a half. I like the over as well. Give me the over, 43 and a half. It's going to hit. It's going to drop. It's going to go to 43. Wait for the drop, but take it. It's a yeah, that hit. point is crucial. It's an yeah, interesting it's, game. It's looking like it's going to drop, but that's one to keep your eyes on. Absolutely. And another 1 o'clock game we got going on, the San Francisco 49ers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got the 49ers favorited at minus six and a half, the money line at minus two ninety five, and the over under at forty five and a half. San Francisco is four and one against the spread in its last five games against Jacksonville. And they're four and one straight up in their last five games on the road. And the under is very prevalent in Jacksonville's last eight games, hitting in seven of those. I think Jacksonville covers here. I don't know why. I mean, they came off a, a nice game last week against the Colts. They covered that spread. Niners, I don't, I'm not really fond of them. I don't think they're very good. That was a fluke win last week. But uh, I don't know. Urban, Miles get, Urban Meyer's getting a feel for the NFL. Trevor Lawrence is getting a feel for the NFL. I don't know. They're, they're looking like a better team, a more, a more all-around team. So I'll take them on the points here at home. Yeah. Uh, this one's This is a tough one. I think, like you said, Somehow, I think Jacksonville can cover this game, but I, I definitely like 49ers to win it. Um, it's another one. I like the over here, 45 and a half. It's looking like it could drop too. I like. There's a lot of overs I'm liking this week. That's another. I just think this could be a high-scoring game. 49ers look good last week, putting up 30 plus points. I don't. I mean, if they can do it against the Rams, who's who's to say they can't do it against the Jaguars? And if the Jaguars can do, you know what I mean, get in the end zone a couple times or a couple field goals. You're looking at 45 and a half. I like the philosophy there. I think it's another possible over. It's 
you know, lower for this week at 45 and a half, or there's a couple 43s, 43 and a half, 45s. I don't know. I think I might like 49ers to take the six and a half here. It's an even money, so maybe just the money line at the, as a parlay booster like you guys were talking about. You put that with like two other things, it won't be that it'll be a decent return. Yeah, I agree. Alrighty, next one o'clock game, we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Got the Bills favorited at minus seven and a half. The money line at minus three thirty and the over under at fifty and a half. The over is five and one in the Colts last six games as road dogs. They're bringing that streak into week eleven against the Bills here. Going eight and two against the spread in their last ten road games as well. I think the Bills killed them here. Um, the Bills have covered how many games in their past so many weeks? Like they've just been when they win, they've just been covering. It seems. I mean, I know they lost to Jacksonville. Like, forget that game. That's not going to show their real identity. This team is a Super Bowl contending team, and. Um, I just think Josh Allen can hang t- uh, seven and a half points on Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, the Bills have a six and three record, and they're six and three against the spread because they either blow teams out or they lose the game outright. And I don't, I don't see them losing this game to the Colts. Bills are just too good. They've lost too many games in the beginning of the season to just throw a game, throw, throw away games like this. So. Josh Allen's going to take this serious, drop a 50 bomb, and then move on with his day. Yeah. I like, and this looks like it could drop too. This could go to seven. So wait on this one. I like Bills with the points here. Can't disagree there. The Bills are 10 and 1 straight up in their last 11 home games, and 4 and 1 straight up in their last, games at ho- last five games at home against Indianapolis. That being said, let's go to another 1 o'clock game. Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Dolphins favorited at minus 3.5. Money line at 174 in the over-under at a solid 45. The over has cashed in each of the Jets' last six games. And the Dolphins are 6-0 straight up in their last six games against the Jets. Actually, another interesting one I found. The Jets have lost nine straight games against divisional opponents. Yeah, well, I uh, I look Jets up into all these stats, but uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Dolphins are not good, and you're going into New York. You're used to playing in the warmth, and then you just got to go play in the cold. I don't know. It's such a shitty game. I guess take the Jets, but not much else to really say. Dolphins are one and four like on the, the Dol- road this year. Yeah. I mean, I I like the Dolphins here. I think when this goes a three and gets kind of more down to a tighter, tighter spread, I think I like to uh, to go win on this game on the road in a divisional matchup. But uh, like you said, not much to say about this game. I don't like that over under forty five with these two offenses, um, and I don't feel too good taking Miami money line at minus one seventy by itself. So, um, kind of if you like it, you like it. But this will not be really anything I'm going too crazy on. Gonna have to agree there. Not a lot to say about this game, like you said, Mackie. This next game, though, is very interesting. The Washington football team at the Carolina Panthers. One o'clock game with the Panthers favorited at minus three. 
The money line at minus 168 and the over-under at a solid 43. A lot of under stuff here for both teams. We got under in four out of the last five Washington games. Under in five out of the last seven Washington games on the road. And under in five out of the last six Carolina games at home. Low over-under at 43. Yeah, is that is that line three or three and a half? Three. Yeah, I mean, I like the Panthers here, but actually fuck the Panthers because they've lost us a lot of money. So I can't really bet on them. But if I was to give, if I was to give advice, I would definitely say bet on the Panthers here. I like Panthers to win this game outright. I don't know if I'd take the points. Yeah, the pan. I don't know. Washington's. Washington covered and won outright last week. They're not going to do it again. Yeah, and this Panthers team looks a lot better than they used to. Huge convincing win last week against the Cardinals on the road, too. Cam Newton under this under center. Yeah, I love that. I, he looks so good back in that jersey. Yeah, you can't forget that. It's not Sam Darnold under center anymore. It's, it's super Cam. It's not even Cam. It's P.J. Walker. I don't know. I, I this this spreads. It's just because Carolina's home here, but I'll take Carolina. Alrighty, and next up we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Chicago Bears. We have the Ravens favorited at minus four and a half, the money line at minus two thirty, and the over under at forty five. A lot of unders in this one as well. Chicago under in their last six of eight. Under in seventeen out of their last twenty three at home. And for the Ravens, under in six out of the last seven games on the road. So do you guys think this is going to be a low-scoring game? Who do you like here? What are you thinking? Uh, I think I think the Bears cover here, but I don't, they're such a bad team. It's hard. I don't like putting my money on them. The Bears are 2-2 two and two at home this year as opposed to 1-4 and four on the road. So they're obviously better at home, a whole different team. But also... It says that Lamar Jackson is questionable with an illness. I I doubt he'll sit out, but being sick in the cold in Chicago, that could be a factor. Four and a half's tough. It looks like it could go even deeper, maybe five. Uh, I don't really like the over-under on this kind of game. This is a must-win game for the Ravens. Um, they're with losing last week, the Steelers tying. They got lucky with the Steelers tying and not gaining a game. Or not gaining a game, but catching them by a game. But I think it's a must-win game for the Ravens. But I, I'm with you. I think I like the Bears maybe. That division is so tight. Every game is a must-win game at this point. Because any team that wins just gains a step. They're all Every single team is in contention right now. Yeah. That's like that's why that tie was so big. It was only big because those, uh, Cleveland and Baltimore lost. Like, if we would have lost that game, it would have just been, you know what I mean? Like, that really would have been huge because that was an opportunity. It was big because we could have got a win and gained it. But, I mean, you got to look at it for what it is. We didn't lose, you know what I mean? And you know in that division it's going to come down. That ties either going to be the reason you make it or you uh, don't make it into the That's playoffs. That's what I said. I said that tie could kick Cleveland out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be a huge tie, especially in that division. There's no way it doesn't become a factor. Ravens are 12-0 straight up in their last 12 games against NFC opponents. 
and one and six against the spread in their last seven games is the favorite. It's an interesting stat. Yeah, that is. So, do you think they win by field goal? A Justin Tucker last second field goal? Yeah, I could see that. I think that might be my call there. Another six, 66-yarder? <laughs> That'd be insane. Another one. Make it dramatic. All right, next we have the New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. We have the Eagles favorited at minus two. The money line at minus 130 in the over-under at 43 and a half. The Eagles have lost their last five home games, and the total has gone over in five out of New Orleans' last six games. Yeah, me and Huff have been uh, calling the Eagles games all, all year, or we're on a little stretch here, going every game that we've been on the Eagles and we've been hitting. So, I don't know. I like the Saints here, plus two. Yeah, I'm right, I, I'm I right really with like you. This, I really like this play. I th- I think Saints I think, going to Philly. Uh, I think, like you said, the Eagles are not the same team. I mean, not even the same team on the road they are at home. They're a terrible team. Um, but they're brutal at home this year. Uh, I think that has something to do with those scumbag Philly fans rooting them on. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to play Shout in front of a bunch of just shitty people like that. But um, <laughs> you got a lot. That's, that, that one's for Jimmy Beal. I'll get a t- I might get a text yeah, about that out. one. Yeah. Shout out That's for sending me a selfie at 3 a.m. on Mackie's phone. Yeah, un- <laughs> unacceptable, Mr. Beal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're, on that note, I'm going to fade your Eagles, too. So, give me Saints plus two. Yeah, fuck your Eagles. <laughs> I like that pick, boys. Saints plus two. Give me the over in this game as well, honestly. I'm thinking Ooh, it's nice going to be a – 43 and a half. That's, uh, I, it look, that's another one that could drop. I, I like that play, though. I'm liking it. If you can keep it and follow it on the down on the down slope, take it as low as you can get it. 43 and a half. Alrighty, in the next game, we have the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. We have the Titans favorited at minus 10, the money line at minus 450, and the over-under at 44 and a half. Tennessee is 5-0 and straight up in its last five games and 5-1 and against the spread in its last six. I don't know what I like here. Uh, Titans are a really good team. Um, obviously, they're at home here against a bad Houston team. <sighs> Ten is a tough number. I don't know. I, the Titan, with no Derrick Henry, too, keep in mind. Like, that's the tough thing. That's the only reason that's keeping me away from hammering Titans minus 10 is they just don't have their best player. Yeah, Derrick, this is the type of game where, like, Derrick Henry would be a seven-point game with, like, four minutes left, and Derrick Henry would have, like, an 86-yard touchdown to cover the spread. You're not going to get that without Derrick Henry. I don't know. This is a tough game. There's a lot of tough spreads this week. Titans without Derrick Henry are not a team that covers spreads in my opinion. So I wouldn't... Yeah, exactly. And they would have. You know they would have covered that spread last yeah, week. Yeah, by half point, like, he's, he's a... Believe me, he'd at least have had a touchdown. You know what I mean? Yeah. If not contributed yeah. to a field goal with how many rushing yards he would have had. Yeah, it's just a tough beat last week on the Titans. So, until Derrick Henry... Actually, is he out the whole year? No, like mid-December, they say. Early December. Well, if he's back soon i will not be betting on them until he's back (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, that's a good. That's a very valid point. That's like they don't have their best player. It's that simple. And all their receivers have been questionable all year, but they've been winning games. Like you had them against the Rams. I absolutely did not like that pick, but you just went with the trend, and it was it hit like it, that trend is hitting. Yeah. So. Yeah, you, big time. You can't be mad at that, but uh, Titans minus ten here. I don't know if I'm loving that. I th- like, give me Texans plus ten. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't, I'm just like bullshit talking about it. I'm, like I'm not gonna bet it, but for sake of the conversation, I like it. I like it. I'll take Texans. I love it. <laughs> yeah, give me the give me the over at, while you're at it. <laughs> 44 and a half, yeah. Love it. And next we have the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. We got the Packers favorited at minus two and a half, the money line at minus 126, and the over-under at 49 and a half. Green Bay is 5-0 and against the spread in its last five games and its last five games on the road. And the total has gone under in six out of Minnesota's last seven games when playing at home against Green Bay, as well as four of Minnesota's last five games at home. I think any time I've ever bet on the Vi- a Vikings game, I've, I haven't hit it. This line is straight mocking you, I swear to That's God. That's what I'm saying, dude. Well, you, like, I want to do Packers. He's daring you to take that two and a half because yeah. he knows that it's going to fucking they're going to win by two. I don't know. I, every time I bet against the Vikings, I feel like I lose. They're such a sneaky team. Like I feel like they're so shitty, but they – I don't know. Justin Jefferson's a beast. They're, yeah, their offense is good. I obviously like the Packers minus two and a half, but it's dangerous waters. It's, a, it's the kind of game where that. you like the one side so much, you might just have to think about why you like it so much, and maybe the other side makes a little more sense. Whenever it seems too good to be true, it is too good yeah, to be true. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like right here, I'm like Packers minus two and a half. Yeah, they're going to win this game by 10. And then I'm going to check the score 10 minutes into the first quarter and the Vikings are going to be up 10 to three. It's just because this is a divisional matchup and it's such a, they've played each other so many times in in Minnesota. You figure Minnesota is going to take one from them, but I don't know. It's tough. I'll take Vikings plus two and a half. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> you already know 90% of the money is going to be on Green Bay. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe a movement. You can get maybe some good money out of the Vikings if Hop's yeah, theory lays it. up. Alrighty, moving forward, we have the Cincinnati Bengals at the Las Vegas Raiders. We have the Bengals favorited at minus one. Money line at minus 120 and the over-under at 50. Cincinnati is 6-1 and one against the spread in its last seven games against Vegas. And Vegas is 7-1 and one in its last eight games when playing at home against Cincinnati. I, I feel like they messed up the line here. I feel like the Raiders should not be underdogs. That's what I'm saying. I like the Raiders here. If it's a pick, I'm, the home team should be the favorite. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I feel like it should be like a minus two and a half spread for the Raiders. Yeah, I'll take. Know. I'll take Raiders to win this thing outright. Forget plus one. They're de- and they're definitely a better team at home. Doesn't really didn't really show it last week, but they are. Yeah, and the Chiefs are starting to get things clicking again. So I mean, they're finally. But we'll see if it's too. Three game win streak. Adam starting to look a little more like himself. Yeah. 
So I mean, it's that defense, dude. Yeah, I like I like the Raiders to win this thing out right here a lot. Yeah, I, I might have to put this in my play. I agree, big time. Give me Raiders at home. Definitely taking that money line plus one hundred two. This is another one. It's like, why are the why are the Raiders underdogs at home? Because that division's also so tight. They're fighting. I mean, so is the Raiders, though. Raiders are still. That's fighting what I mean. That. They're they're in just a tighter race Both as divisions. the Bengals. You know what I mean? This is just a must win game at, it, for them at home. It's literally like the same situation for them. Yeah, I don't know. I like Raiders. And next, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. We got the Cardinals favored at minus two and a half. The money line at minus one twenty six, and the over under at forty eight. Arizona is 5-0 and against the spread and straight up in its last five games on the road. And the total has gone under in six out of the last seven Seattle Seahawks games. I really wanted to say Seahawks plus 2.5. You just said they're 5-0 and on the road against the spread this year? Correct. Say again, what was that set? Arizona is 5-0 and against the spread and straight up in their last five games on the road. The last five games. They're also they're also straight up five and zero at, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the Seahawks are one and three at home. I don't know. Seahawks just aren't it this year. I don't. I don't like them. I. If Kyler Murray plays, definitely Arizona. No matter what the spread is, I really wouldn't even think about it. I just I'm thinking this is Russell's first game at home. Divisional matchup, I think. I don't know. It's a tough, that's a tough game. Seattle's defense is still ass. Um, Arizona's banged up. Like you said, divisional game. If this was plus three, I'd definitely go Seattle, but it's two and a half, so that's tough. Uh, give me Seattle. Give me my boys. Yeah, you know you got to ride with them. I don't think that's a bad call. I don't know if Arizona's going to keep that trend going. We'll have to see what happens there with that 4 o'clock game on Sunday. Yeah, it's a toss-up. Alrighty, and next 4 o'clock game, we have the Dallas Cowboys at the Kansas City Chiefs. Got the Chiefs, Chiefs favorited at minus 2.5, the money line at minus 142, and the over-under at 56. So we're going to start to wonder if the Chiefs are back against the team that's been covering in the Cowboys. This is their test to see if they're actually back. Even if they lose this game, if it's like a good game, like a two, like a three-point game, two-point game, that'll that'll prove the Chiefs are uh, back. I mean, Dallas is definitely a top four team in the league. I would yeah. say. So uh, this, this this should be a really good game. Yeah, and it's I like, like Dallas with the points. It's looking think, like it's going to go to Kansas City minus three. So I, I like Dallas. So maybe I'm going to wait on this one. Yeah, especially with the three. I mean, I think this could come down to a last last possession. But uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'll I'll ride Dallas. I think this is going to be another exceptional game. Both teams doing great as of lately. Dallas eight and one against the spread in their last nine. Seven and one straight up in their last eight. Kansas City 18 and 4 straight up in their last 22 at home and 4 and 1 straight up in their last 5. Yeah, it should be a good one. It's going to be really good. I'm very excited for it. 
Artie. And next, we go to the Sunday primetime game, 8 p.m. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored it at minus 5.5. The money line at minus 235 and the over-under at 46.5. Pittsburgh is 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games when playing on the road against the Chargers. 4-0-1 oh, straight up in their last five games. And the under is has hit in six out of the last eight games for the Chargers at home. Yeah, I mean, you you know the you know the trend at this point with the Sunday night football, the underdogs or not, not the underdogs. Yeah, the underdogs have been uh, covering. I I I love it here again. I mean, the Steelers def is definitely a game where the Steelers at least cover spread and maybe even win out. Right? Steel they did come off a tie last week against the Detroit Lions, but Steelers are such a team to do that and then come back and kick the Chargers' ass like this, on Sunday so. Night Football. Yeah, exactly. Make a statement. Ben, Big Ben's back. I don't know. What do you think of this? I, I like the Steelers. I, gotta, uh, I don't know what the status of TJ Watt is after leaving that Detroit game in the third quarter. And keep, I, in my opinion, is if he doesn't go down in the third quarter, he makes two plays in the throughout the third or fourth quarter. We don't even see overtime. I think the Steelers win that game, but – Oh, that's a huge loss, yeah. yeah. So, I think it, it, just like that going into this game, it, that's going to be huge, whatever his status is. I know uh, I always get the Bosa's confused. Which one's on the Chargers? Joey? Joey, yeah. Yeah, Joey, Nick, Nick is Joey Bosa is in COVID protocol. Um, TJ Watt did not participate in practice Wednesday. He's still listed as questionable that, on ESPN. Uh. Yeah, Bosa's out, so that's that's a huge loss for the um, Chargers. But it's looking like Steelers are still going to be without Claypool, I believe. They said that was a multiple-week injury whenever that happened last week or two weeks ago at this point. But um, I think T.J. Watt's a big questionable one here. If he plays, I love the Steelers plus 5.5, but I, I like it before. But I, I do think he's supposed to play. I think I see T.J. Watt playing, and I agree with you there, Huff. Plus five and a half is a good bet. I think come Sunday, I'm probably going to be looking at it and be like, eh, why not throw a little bit of money on the... Ben Roethlisberger could be out of this game. Really? Yeah. He could be what? Ben could still be out of this game. ESPN has him ruled out right now. Oh, uh, that's not good. Well, with, uh, with Mason Rudolph, I don't like it. Coach Mike Tomlin said Tuesday that Roethlisberger does not need to practice this week in order to play in Sunday's road game against the Chargers. I don't think he does either. I have faith in my quarterback. I think he should play. Steelers plus five and a half if Ben plays. And TJ Watt. Yeah, I agree. I think TJ Watt's a huge factor as well. Minka's out. Still wouldn't fade the trend though. So if they don't play or if they don't do it, I'm probably I don't know if I'm being about the Chargers. I don't know if I can fade that trend. Yeah. I mean the line will also move drastically. Yeah. It'll go like Chargers like eight and a half. Yeah, I mean at that point I don't even want to touch it. Yeah, that's the that's the worst spread in football. I hate that. Totally agree with that. All righty, and finally, our Monday night game, prime time, New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers favored it at minus 11, the money line at minus 550, and the over-under at 49.5. Total has gone over in five out of the last five games 
against these clubs. And the Giants are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games when playing on the road against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Mackie, you want to start here because you're the reason why I like my pick, so go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I love the Giants plus 11 here. I mean, <laughs> Tom Brady against the Giants, we've seen it actually only twice, but... <laughs> He's he's he doesn't he doesn't beat the Giants. I don't I don't really know what it is. He he's gonna beat. He's gonna. Number, I think he's gonna know, beat but, the Giants. He's just not gonna cover eleven. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Giants outright. What is that money line? Four twenty plus four hundred plus four hundred. Now nah, Bucks lost to Washington last That's week. That's what I'm saying. But, you can't um, fade the Bucks money line two weeks in a row. No, 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 no. Yeah, but I do like the Giants plus eleven. I think they cover a spread here. They're pretty good at covering spread anyway. So, yeah, I like Giants plus eleven yeah. here a lot. Actually, you talked me into that. The Tom Brady thing against the Giants—it's just like I don't know. It's just you can't fade that. It's two Super Bowls. It's not like we're talking about like a regular season record. You That's can't just two act Super like Bowls. it didn't happen. Yeah, like you can't just forget it. It happened. <laughs> that man would have nine rings if it wasn't for the New York Giants. Could you imagine Eli Manning? Is the reason he doesn't have nine rules. Super Bowl rings. And Nick Foles. Good job, guys. That's it. That's a slate. It's a decent slate this week. I'm very excited for the team card as well as the individual cards coming up soon. Anything else to say here, boys, about this week? Well, let's see what we got here. Stay tuned for the picks. Uh, I think we got something cooked up for you. Alrighty, now it's time for the team card as well as the individual cards going over each and everybody's plays here at the podcast. We're going to start off with the team card, rolling off with Saints plus 2 at a minus 110, a Raiders money line at a plus 102, Cowboys plus 3, we see movement there, and Steelers plus 5.5, half, half at minus 110. Huff, you want to read yours off? Yeah, um, I only got two picks right now. Uh, as usual, stay tuned to the Instagram later in the week as the player props come out and all the other things like that, and I start to mess with my teasers and things like that, but... Uh, the picks that I do have for you right now that I like this week. Tomorrow night, we got the Patriots, minus 6.5. I love it against the Falcons. I think Mac Jones can do it for me. And I love over 43 in Browns and Lions. Take it away, Mackie. We, lo- we like it, huh? I went with the Jets again this week. I got them with the points, plus 3.5. And, and then I got the under 48 in the Seahawks Cardinals game and the under 45 and a half in the Jags 49ers game. For us all saying that we don't like over unders, each of our card has one this week. Yeah, I'm starting to get into it. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, I am too. Like, they are starting to be more playable for me. I just, like, it's, I don't know. I, I really like that over that I took. And I was looking at your unders. That Seahawks Cardinals, that's that Seahawks last week, 17 nothing. Yeah. See, well, in the NFL, you got to bring in, like, weather becomes a huge factor in the NFL with, like, the over-under stuff. You know, when it starts to get colder, obviously, those plays come a lot more into action. I agree. And coming into these late games later in the season here, some of these spreads getting so large this week, not as much. But, you know, these over-unders are becoming more and more pleasing as they're more intriguing to play. Uh, for myself, I have over 43.5 in Browns Lions and over 43.5 in Saints Eagles on my card. Looking for two good overs there. I'm excited for this week, boys. 
Yeah, I only took my only spread being Patriots minus six and a half. That's not to say I didn't like the card this week. We just had four absolute underdogs that I loved giving the or three underdogs I loved giving the points to. If you want to give the Raiders plus one, go ahead. You might as well take the money line. Um, I love the team card this week. I love all those underdogs giving them points. I think I I can see them all winning outright. Uh, just take the points and be safe with it. Let's have a good week, this boys. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think we've got a nice slate this week. I think we could bounce back here. Yeah, it's a big bounce back week, and you never want to re- you don't want to reach. But I mean, the the card this week is just I, I really like it. I like all of our picks, team card. I mean, just individuals. I mean, I really like them all. So, hoping for a big week, a lot of green on the card at the end of the week. Come uh, Monday morning, Tuesday morning, um, and yeah, stay tuned for anything else that any of us might add for sure. All right, yeah, after the picks, uh, anything else we want to get into before we uh, send them off? College football made me a lot of money on Saturday. Matt Corral, he looked really good for Ole Miss. Who are they playing? Um, Texas A&M. That was a big ranked matchup. Uh, do you have any college football bets this weekend? Yeah, Saturday, uh, I liked Michigan with the under. That was a good play. Uh, took them together on the, the same game parlay. I really liked that. I just... Um, I don't know. I took who was the other one the, that I was telling you Auburn. They, they just blew that huge lead. That was a tough one. I had them in a parlay. It was the last leg of I think a four legger. It was a tough beat, but it was like such a, a shitty breakdown. Yeah, I I had their money line too. I didn't even take the points. I did a four team no. money line parlay, and I just took the money line. What was it? A twenty eight to three lead that blown at home. Dude, it was ridiculous. That was a bad Every time I, I was like I told you I was at the casino watching that game and there were so many games on like I would only I I, I was at the point I was like oh sick Auburn's up twenty eight to three good pick I kept saying it to my cousin I'm like you don't oh, even yeah, look good. at it anymore yeah you don't even look at it you're like oh it's twenty eight to three at halftime sweet good it's gonna be forty eight to six you know what I mean or whatever I look back at it my dad sh- grabs me he's like dude Auburn's losing I'm like what do you mean he's like I've been watching every time Mississippi State got the ball they scored. <laughs> That was a bad, Dude, that was a bad you... one, but yeah, there was Auburn's a couple other like ones a... that were good. There was a lot of good games on Saturday. Yeah, nice slate this week. I, I like betting on college football. I feel like it's uh, it's fun to bet on. It's just tough because they're not actually like professional athletes, you know, so like you're betting on kids that are pretty much younger than you and they don't even really get paid. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just like, you know what I mean, college, they're college kids. Like... They're just college kids, yeah, exactly. Going to class like just like just like you did. Yeah, just like you are. Yeah, exactly. Do you you do go to class, right? You know, sitting here and there. <laughs> you can't make them all. Obviously, this week I like I don't know. You, I like Wake Forest on the road at Clemson. Clemson's just been a garbage team this week. Wake Forest would look good uh, after that. They lost that shootout. They just have a terrible defense, but I like Wake Forest plus yeah. four and a half. Yeah, their defense is so ass. But like I don't know that offense makes up for it. What is the spread on that game? I really, actually really like Wake Forest. Plus four and a half, Wake Forest. No way. Come on. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason for that because Clemson isn't even like acknowledged anymore. They, like, no, they fell them. off. They fell off ESPN's face of the earth for this season. What do you think Damn, about the, I, what do you think about insane. the What do you think about our West Virginia Mountaineers at home against the Texas Longhorns, potentially the last time Texas ever comes to Morgantown as a divisional matchup? Or a oh my god, matchup. dude! Texas is zero five in their last five games. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. 
this team wants to go to the SEC because the because the Big Twelve isn't good enough. In That's West, funny. and they're and they're underdogs going into Morgantown. They want to go play Bama. Yeah, it's unreal. They just lost to Kansas, who got their first road conference win since 2009. I didn't know that. That's ridiculous. I knew they lost to Kansas. I didn't know that stat. That's insane. That is an insane stat. That's their first road conference win in 12 years. That's wild. And it's to Texas, the the big and bad Texas. Give me the Mountaineers minus two and a half at home, then. Horns down, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously. Fuck Texas. I I love the Mountaineers at home. Um... There's a couple other good ones. See if Pitt can keep things rolling against Virginia. Divisional or a conference matchup. I keep saying divisional like it's pro conference matchup. Um, Maryland, Michigan. A couple. There's a lot of good games this weekend. Yeah, I saw a stat. It was like I'd have to go back and look, but it was somewhere along the lines of Maryland being like zero and nine. Yeah, zero and Maryland was zero and seven against top. What was it? Five teams when facing think, this. No, spread? I think it was ranked. I think it was just ranked teams. I don't know. I saw. I remember. It I don't was even top, know what I saw it on. It was top. Some. I know the stat you're talking about. It was because I bet it last week. I took Michigan State against Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where I saw that stat, but uh, it was definitely like going against Maryland and Michigan State or Michigan's minus fourteen and a half. I think this week. So. Yeah. Like last Keep that week, in mind. yeah, I saw that stat last week, and I was like, "All right, give me Michigan State minus twelve and a half. They won out. They won forty to twenty-one." Yeah, I like Michigan State too. They have a nice team. Yeah, I just hate those jerseys they wear with that neon green state across their chest. That is so ugly. Yeah, I know. Off topic, we're going to the NHL now, but how about those Rangers, dude? Yeah, might be a little good. biased, but they're looking real, real good. Well, they're in first place. I mean, or no, they're not in first place right now. They're or no, yeah, they I mean, they have ten. They're only, dude, they're ten three and three. Yeah, dude, they're in second. I mean, obviously, Hurricanes probably the best team in the league right now are in front of them. But yeah, how about the Cavs ten three and three? Look good, boys. Look good. I mean, Penguins falling apart lately. Crosby been out with COVID. I mean, still not really able to get things back on track on two again or this past Tuesday, yesterday against Buffalo, but. I wouldn't count the Penguins out yet. I think with Malkin coming back in about a month or so, they keep saying maybe four weeks to a month. It's about the same amount of time to me. But um, I think when Malkin comes back and things start clicking on this team, it really depends on the goaltending. As we said last year, uh, going into the playoffs, and we saw how that treated us getting our ass kicked by the Islanders. But Jari just the past couple weeks hasn't looked too good. Anytime we go into a shootout, I'm not confident because he – is two, you're a goalie, dude. Watch the Penguins in a shootout and watch how deep Jari is in his net. <laughs> he gives the whole net. That's, like, You know, when, when you're like good enough, you could do that. Lundqvist used to sit so deep in his net. and he, Dude, it worked for him. He was so good at it. He yeah. gave him that extra second to react to it because he was, he was just so big in that net. But I don't know. Jari's not good enough to do that. That's what I'm saying, dude. He, he sits like his heels net, are on the goal line. I'm like, dude, come out. So that's not a shootout, like what? Yeah, like there's no one between you and him. He can literally stick handle, he can wave the puck around like Patrick Kane, do whatever he wants until you have to make a save. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you still you still can't, can't count that team out. Penguins are always... Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And once around, we get the leadership you know back, Crosby hit. just got back. That was his first game. I mean, we got our ass kicked Sunday in Washington. We got our ass kicked Saturday in Ottawa. It's just been a tough three-game skid for the Penguins, and I think... Um, who do we got tomorrow? We play someone tomorrow, right? Montreal. Yeah. I think Montreal is another one. They've been struggling. They, 
they turned it around of late. Um, Penguins on the road, they're favored in this game, but yeah, I think I think Penguins can get things back on track. If not tomorrow night, very soon. I would not count this team out. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, the Pens the Pens need a win tomorrow against the four and twelve Islanders, or excuse me, Canadians rather. Uh, the long season. Three. You want to talk surprising teams? The Anaheim Ducks, 10, 4, and 3, 23 points through 17 games. Win- Trevor Zegris and Sonny Milano. Winning Dude, their last eight. Those two. They're disgusting. Dude, they're, I've been making so much two. money on the Ducks. It is insane. They've been underdogs yeah. every, almost every game they've won. They won last night. I had them last night. I had them score first last night. That hit. Dude, their Ducks are. I've been killing it on the Ducks. Yeah, I was sitting in the bar last night and I was already up some money. So I was sitting watching. We'll you live bet it in overtime? I was like, what? Did you live bet it before overtime? Bro, no, I was sitting there. It was like 9.45. Game started at oh, 10. Oh, I was oh. like $400 already. And I was like, fuck it, $200 on the Ducks. I'm sitting there like, I, 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 didn't, I wasn't even watching it. I was like, and I, I look at my phone like an hour and a half later, they were like going into overtime or something. Dude, it was one nothing. It was one nothing from the first period till halfway through the third. Because then I, I had Ducks to score first. And then after that hit, I had Ducks and Canes to score first. And then what did I do? I, after that, it was one nothing Ducks. I go, all right, Caps, are, Caps aren't going down 2-0. I bet Caps to score second. And then once, that, once they tied it, I was like, all right, I'm just taking Ducks to win this thing. And Ducks hit it in overtime. I was like, holy shit, I just went 3-0 in that game. That was sick. Yeah, dude, Ducks look so good. I mean, Trevor Zegers is just unreal. Dude, him, their the offense, Getzlaff, 1,000 point last night. Like, dude – He's really found a second like resurgence in his career. Like he kind of fell off I mean, for a little bit, and that's just because the Ducks were kind of ass. But I mean, with a good team and a lot of young players around him, they're showing that it, it can kind of get that youthful side of Ryan Getzlaff out of him. Yeah, they're uh, that team's showing a lot of uh, a lot of fight. They have a, they have a nice bright side or a bright future. Yeah, for sure. Got a lot of hockey left. Good amount of football left. I'm excited to see what happens here with the rest of those seasons. NBA continuing to ramp up. College football also some season left. One week before playoffs. Yeah, you're right. We are coming towards the end here. Excited for college football playoffs. That's going to be an interesting time. We will have picks on the card for the college football playoffs, so we are excited for the college football playoffs. Look forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Bowl games. Yeah, bowl games, all that kind of stuff. We are going to release picks, kind of a team card maybe for college. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do probably something separate, obviously, than what we do for NFL because I kind of like to keep track of the stuff I do. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely get into some college picks as we get into the bowl games and definitely the college football playoff. That's some of my favorite football to watch. Yeah, we may not have a podcast segment about it, but there will be picks about it. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Week 11 here wrapping up. Anything else to say here, gentlemen? <sighs> Nothing much. Win some, win some bets. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. Stay tuned to the Instagram. Follow the Instagram. Um. Let's do it. Week 11. Here we go. Share with your friends. Week 11 is now finished. We're looking forward to a solid week here from myself, Tyler, and Mackie. Can't wait to see what happens this week. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms. Instagram at hitthebooks.pod. Twitter at hitthebooks underscore pod. Website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books.
and be sure to always study hard. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.